Logan Thomas, um, I think it's safe to say at this point that he's going to be the most polarizing prospect in the draft. Um, came into, I think it was going into his sophomore year, had a ton of hype from you know his previous year starting, was getting comparisons to, to Cam Newton because it was right after Cam Newton had had his great year, rookie year for the Panthers. And people said he was going to be the future number one. So. Right. So, I mean, immense, immense physical talent. Um, just absolutely huge, built, incredibly athletic. Um, you see him. I mean, he, he, he is a creative player quarterback. Yes. I mean, he's pretty much perfect in that regard. I think the big problem with Logan Thomas is he had all that hype, and it never quite got there. I mean, it's part Virginia Tech and their talent around him. It's part their scheme and everything, but he never really took that next level jump that everyone wanted him to. Um, so I think what's really happened with Thomas is the fact that there's a really a tendency of draft Twitter and uh, anyone who follows the draft to kind of overcorrect. You know, when someone has number one overall hype and they don't live up to it, you want to knock them as hard as humanly possible. But um, the best comparison I can think of in regards to Logan Thomas is basically people want to make him like he's Tim Tebow in the NFL, just completely abysmal, doesn't belong, and whatnot. But in reality, he's more like Mark Sanchez. Um, like I said, that same height, Mark Sanchez, number six overall pick, wasn't completely atrocious as an NFL quarterback, but when he screwed up, it was just awful. I mean, butt fumble and all that nonsense. It was laughable how bad he was. And you watch Logan Thomas live, and even on tape, you'll see some throws that are just completely laughable. But when you look at the complete totality of him as a quarterback and all of his tape, it's really not that bad. Yeah, I mean, he he's still, you can tell that he has no idea how to, he doesn't have any consistent form of mechanics throwing the football, and he's trying so hard to do, like, he's so mechanical and trying to do it exactly the same every time that he he has no idea how to, you know, to alter and, you know, take some off the ball and throw with a little bit of touch short. I mean, that's why his short accuracy is so abysmal. He's just, he's trying to throw bullets, you know, into the flats. But, um, I mean, he can throw that, that what you were talking about earlier with, with Garoppolo and, and with Matt Ryan, he, his, his, the best route in his arse, in Logan Thomas's arsenal that he throws is that deep post and, you know, and able to hit it against cover three in between the corner and the safety. I mean, and, and he throws it beautifully and well and on time. Um, I mean, the ball comes out of his hand hot on pretty much every play that's why i said like he has a lot of a lot of struggles throwing to the short portions of the field because he has no idea how to alter you know how to alter his release or or just adjust his throw to to what's going on in front of him like i said he's trying to be mechanical and be robotic and do it the exact same all the time and he just hasn't he really he hasn't had any development i mean just think about the virginia tech program and what kind of what i mean what offensive players have ever developed there i mean let alone quarterbacks yeah, I mean, people have a type. I know you and I are on a similar level with this. This is why we'll have Logan graded higher than probably everyone else. Um, I like athletes and players like him. Like I said, he's basically a creative player who shows some some kind of advanced proficiency at the position, which I think he does. Like you said, he mm-hmm. makes that post throw consistently with 
a lot of velocity, and at times it's extremely impressive. So when you show that technical proficiency to me, um, I'm willing to overlook some of those just god-awful plays. So that's probably – I'm never going to get the guy a first-round grade. You can't look at the no, team seriously and say, I'm going to take this guy round one. But, um, I mean, there's a lot to like. I mean, and, and that is that is the ultimate question with him too is where do you value him? What is his value? You have, I mean, I know that Dane, Brug- Dane Brugler has been saying since last summer that NFL people have been telling him he's going to go in the top 50 picks. So, and that's what, that's the middle of the second round is pick 50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that would be a little bit too rich. For, that's too rich for my blood, I'd tell you that right now. He he just needs so much work in so many different areas, and you, you can't reasonably expect him. I mean, and that's something that, that you and I, I mean, really, really came, you know, had that epiphany this year is that you just can't reasonably, you're never going to reasonably ask a guy to fix, like, if he has a million different things to work on, it's not going to happen in, you know, one or two years. We saw that with with a bunch of different college football players this year. I mean, they can advance certain parts of their game and get better. Yes, I'm we're not saying, I'm not saying that guys will never develop, but when you, you just, are who you are. Yeah, you are who you are, and when you have so many things to work on, like how he does, um, you, you can't, like you said, you, you can't reasonably draft him and expect him to be a starter within one or two years. Um, so I'm thinking more like round three. I could see you getting away with it. I could see. I, I could I, see I, you I, justifying I, it. In, trigger, yeah, I could see you justifying it in round three, with the expectation that it's gonna be ugly early if you do have to start him early, but. That it's a rare physical specimen, and that's a lot of what the draft is all about—is getting rare physical specimens. And I mean, any time on day three, I'm I'm cool with you spending a pick on Logan Thomas. I that I think that would be even even in round four, I think that's perfectly fine. But um, yeah, round three is is where my that's where the the argument that's where the argument would start with me. I think like where I would argue against it. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, I could see you getting away with and uh, being able to explain it, but. Not it wouldn't really be justifiable to me. Day three. Yeah, um, I'll just throw this out there as a final closing thought. I'm going to say it probably because I'll say it probably a million times in the next four months. There would be nothing happier than for me if I saw the Bengals draft him and for him to Kaepernick Andy Dalton. I think that's absolutely perfect in terms of surrounding talent and all that. Hugh Jackson. Fuck Hugh Jackson, I'm recording the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked that bullshit up, but whatever. Yep. That would be uh, very interesting. 